there's a possibility that the blizzard of 2016 has messed up your weekend plans. And so what better than to have a fresh podcast of best of moments from the weekend radio so that you don't have to go out and shovel Or maybe you can take me along while you shovel. The point is, hopefully you will find some encouragement this weekend. Like maybe if you're a Patriots fan. Hopefully, if you're listening to this on Sunday afternoon, you're grieving your loss. And this show could bring you comfort. (laughs) Well, maybe not now. (laughs) Whatever, whatever. So here's the deal. I host a new radio show, which goes by the same name as this podcast, Life with Lisa Williams. And it's on the air Monday through Friday, and I get to play music for a few hours and talk between the songs. And so here is a best of from this past week. And please disregard the part where I say I'm wearing Peyton Manning number 88. It says right here on me 18, but for some reason I said 88, which I think is Thomas. So like, don't make fun of me, especially if the Broncos lose. Don't be like... Your team lost Lisa and you don't even know your quarterback's number. Don't say that to me. Just be kind to me because, you know, my brain cells, my brain cells, my brain cells are, you know, they're, they're not what they used to be, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) So here we go. Hashtag thanks for listening. It's this week's best of from Life with Lisa Williams, the radio show. This is Life with Lisa Williams. If you can't find your Shetland pony, there's a chance you left it in a hotel room. Eight craziest items left behind in hotel rooms in 2015. The list just came out. Number one, a miniature Shetland pony named Pudding was left in a travel lodge. Number one, who takes their Shetland pony to a hotel? Number two, how can you forget? <laughs> did we did we get everything? Yep, I think we got everything. Oh, wait, we left the pony. <laughs> So that's just one of the things on the crazy list. If you want to go see a picture of pudding and um, also see the other things, which includes uh, a taxidermied raccoon, um, a suitcase of prosthetic legs (laughs) and someone's (laughs) mother-in-law. The full list of the craziest things left behind in 2015 is on the Life with Lisa Williams page on Facebook. If you're still looking for pudding, (laughs) there might be a way that you can get in touch with the Travel Lodge. Anytime you want to share a story about something God has done in your life, I call them wow God stories. And you can call anytime, seven days a week. Hopefully I can answer the phone when you call. If I don't, just leave me a message and talk about what God has done in your life. And then on Wednesdays, I'll share those stories with everybody who's listening. The number is 888-848-LISA. Leanne, what's your story? About two weeks before Christmas, my mom called me at work, and she was in the process of having a stroke. And I knew right away what was going on because she, her speech was very impaired. And um, she is treated for um, AFib with blood thinners. So when she got to the hospital, they were not able to give her the clot buster, which they would typically give people with an acute stroke like that. But I also had immediately called my church family and and put some posts on Facebook requesting urgent prayer for her. And I saw the Lord bring her from being paralyzed on her right side completely 
with no speech um, on a Monday to being discharged home on Wednesday. So that was God. Yeah, that's your wild God story. Thank you so much, Leanne, for sharing that with all of us. And thank God your mom is doing better. Hey, here's a Bible verse that you can think about over the next few minutes. Maybe think about it as you're laying in bed later tonight. It's from Ephesians chapter three. It's talking about God and how he is able. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Okay, so I just have to unpack that for a second with you, right? He is able. He is able to do not just adequately in your life, but exceedingly abundantly above all that you can even ask or think. The peace that you need, the strength that you need, the direction that you need, the power and strength to face what you're facing, the temptation that you're facing, you need strength. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. So if you are at the end of your rope and you think there's just no hope, there's God right there. And that verse in Ephesians 3.20, that's where you'll find it, is for you. And I hope that you can chew on it for the rest of your day. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask and think according to the power that works in you all week long, I've been thinking about courage because on Monday, as I was pondering the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., courage is the word that rose to the surface in my soul. And as I was pondering courage throughout the week and the different stories I've heard over the last year, someone named Leslie Bauer came to mind. She's a friend of mine who has struggled with depression since she was about 19 years old. And she taught me that one in four women will struggle with depression at some time in their life, either postpartum or chemical or situational. If you or someone you love struggles with depression, Leslie has many wise thoughts about healing and medication and getting help. Why don't you listen for just a minute to part of her story? Went to Baylor University in 97 and had an awesome freshman year, just amazing amazing year and then after this really surreal high experience just love and life freshman year at Baylor just crashed into my sophomore year like nose dove just tanked and 19 to 20 is a really common age for people to if they're going to experience depression for whatever reason I don't know what the science is behind that but it's just a really common age Um, so that's exactly what happened to me 19 years old just dove Um, into a chemical depression Um, again not situational chemical and my lowest point I remember I was laying on the floor of my apartment bedroom and I just was done I had nothing left I was done with this life I had no will left to live just pleading with the Lord to to take me that I could just go to heaven and be done with all the problems and just the oppressive darkness that was just covering me like a wet blanket and I felt like I couldn't do anything to crawl my way out I was just hopeless my hope was gone and my joy was gone thank the Lord I didn't have the courage to go through with that I didn't make plans to to take my own life um, and my mom thankfully stepped in I told my mom um, depression is a very genetic problem and this is something that's been rampant in my family so my mom knew knew it for what it was right away 
that's just a part of Leslie Bauer's story. I think she's courageous because talking about things that are difficult and being transparent about something as misunderstood as depression, I just think that's very courageous. If you want to hear her entire story, it is posted for you right now on the Life with Lisa Williams Facebook page. Please consider sharing it with someone you know who struggles with depression. There is help. There is healing. There is hope. Sometimes the most courageous thing you can do is to talk to somebody. Sometimes we need people who can look at our lives and then speak into our lives. And for me, one of those people is my friend, Lisa Kyle, who has helped me so much in the things that God has made me to do well, she's come alongside and helped me see how to even do those things better. And so she's been so helpful to me and my friends in that way. I thought, Lisa, why don't you just come talk to all of us and share a little bit about um, something that could help us? And she got all excited because today is Thursday and she's very excited about Thursday. So what's on your heart? I love the gift of Thursdays because it's an opportunity for us to say, guess what? We've got a weekend coming and let's do an inventory. What are the must-dos? Like, you know, taking down the Christmas tree. Do we? Yes. That's a must. That's if it's glaring at you, a couple of purging projects, or if there's just something, a must that has to happen, put that on the list. So first evaluate what are the must do's for your weekend. Okay. Absolutely. Once you've got your must down, then it's important to look at your, what do I want to do? Is there something we really want to do? We want to go on a hike? We want to make sure we get to a playoff game, make sure we're doing something that's sort of a a bonus. A must for me, I already told my husband, that Christmas tree and the Christmas stuff's got to come down. So I see the musts and I see the wants. What comes next? Must, wants, and then I would actually say, what does your physical body need? Do you need rest? Do you need more hydration? Do you, it's, it's kind of the reset because your week is kind of rigorous. Right, right. The weekend should be a reset. That's what I was thinking. Really, that's all I've ever thought. I never really think about, I got to get this done or I want to get this done. It, it's always been, oh, it's my weekend. And sometimes at the end of the weekend, I feel like I didn't get anything done, but that's the way I go into it. I go into it going, I just want to rest because it's the weekend. I'm sure I'm not alone, right? People feel that way. It's your weekend. But often when we do that, we maybe, I sit down and watch movies and I watch three movies or five movies and then I feel guilt and shame. So yes, it's awesome I got to watch a movie, but how much movie? It's awesome that I got to sleep in, but how much do I sleep in? That's just a responsibility for what we do need with all the other options we get to do. Like, what do we physically need? So Thursday is the day that you need to make a plan for your weekend. Because when you make a plan, you can actually provide yourself the gift of what the weekend is for. It's to rest and recover and to ready yourself for everything that you're doing during the week. I don't think anyone has ever told me that I should think about my weekend starting on Thursday until today. (laughs) So that's a good word for us, right? It's Thursday. Let's start thinking about our weekend instead of you know, waking up Saturday morning going, I wonder what we're doing. I need to get this done. I don't know. Let's watch movies. So take Lisa Kyle's advice and spend some time in the next few minutes thinking about your musts, wants, and what's best for you physically, mentally, and obviously for your soul and your spirit, most of all. So if you have ever accidentally hit someone's car in a parking lot with something, you know, not your car, but you just hit it with something and the alarm goes off and you feel like running away, Me too. That happened today. We were putting some trash in a dumpster. I was at producer Melanie's house and we were just taking some trash and putting it in the dumpster and the door to the dumpster, the gate fence door thingy, 
got away from her and it hit this truck that was by the dumpster. And it was one of those trucks where, you know, you know, the owner loves his truck. I mean, it is decked out. It's got low tires, so it's close to the ground. It's got really tinted windows. It's got an excellent paint job. And when that gate hit that truck, it was like smack. And our eyes went wide and then weep, 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 weep. So we stood there for a while. I mean, like five seconds. (laughs) And I said to producer Melanie, get in the car. (laughs) And she said, we should do something. I'm like, yeah, you should get in the car before the owner of this truck finds us. (laughs) There was no damage to the truck. Don't worry. But I didn't want there to be damage to me and my friends. We were out. We bounced. (laughs) If you've ever accidentally set off someone's car alarm in a parking lot, you are not alone. Me too. If you're a parent who's got skills, you might want to teach your kids your skills. I mean, I could teach my kids some radio, but I don't know if it's going to save anyone's life literally like the little boy who knew how to drive a bus because his mom is a bus driver and she had shown him this is where the emergency brake is and this is how you put it in park. And boy, did those skills come in handy. Corey Lewis was riding the bus home from Fairgrove Middle School in North Carolina and he was on the bus with 50 other students and then I think they like realized they had just run a stop sign and a car had hit them and they were heading for a ditch and Corey had been knocked to the ground on the bus but he got up and he made his way to the front and he hit that emergency brake and then put that bus in park and who knows what would have happened if he hadn't learned those skills from his mom his mom says that she believes with all of her heart Lisa Locklear is her name she believes with all of her heart that God put him on that bus for that reason to help save lives Maybe there's one person listening right now and you are considering adoption. Well, I just saw a video that was so precious that I have to tell you about it. It's a mom and her son and their love for each other is so beautiful, just precious and awe-inspiring. And she adopted her son from China. She had it on her heart to adopt a child with Down syndrome. And so she worked with Bethany Christian Services, and now her son Isaac is with her. And not only is she a mom and in love with her little boy, not only does her little boy have a forever home, but now she has cracked open the door for adopting children with Down syndrome from overseas, especially from China. And so if you would like to see the video and maybe then click the link underneath it to go to the Bethany Christian Services Bamboo Project, I don't know, maybe one person listening, maybe this is for you. And if so, make sure you leave a comment underneath um, on the Life with Lisa Williams Facebook page where the video is posted for you right now. Um, Underneath that, make sure you leave a comment so the rest of us can be praying for you. There are so many negative things in this life that you could focus on. It's always great to find somebody who's inspiring and to focus on them. My name's Lisa Williams and Arnold Harvey is that person for me today. He's a garbage truck driver. One night he was picking up trash and he noticed a family of four sleeping behind the dumpster. And he's a Christian man, his heart broke. He went home and talked to his wife and said, You know, we have to do something. 
He's been a garbage man for 25 years, but suddenly his eyes were open, his heart was open. He's like, we have got to do something. So they started with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in brown paper bags. And when they saw someone hungry, he would have the food in his garbage truck. He would just walk up and say, here's some food. Because a lot of times they were sleeping in the dumpster because they were looking for food and then they just stayed there. Then it graduated to what they call love bags. These awesome bags that have food and and all kinds of things that they would need on the street. And now that has moved into like this center that they have where 5,000 people a month get things that they need to survive. And so I'm so inspired. Like this is a wow God story, a man whose eyes were open. He listened to the Holy Spirit and then he was courageous and he did something. So I just wanted to tell you the story because there's so many negative things that you can think about. But for the rest of this day, think about Arnold Harvey and what he did to help people. And if you want to see the video about his life, you can when you have a moment on Facebook. It's on the Life with Lisa Williams page. If you're a person who likes good news, then you're going to be happy to hear what's happening in this little girl's life. Back in 2010, Hagir began to feel sick. Her legs wouldn't work right. It was an infection, and the infection was spreading through her body. But her mom, who was a widow, she didn't know what was going on. She just knew her little girl was sick. They were having to carry her everywhere because her hips and legs weren't working. And when it became too difficult to carry her all the way to school, they knew they were running out of options for her. And so her mom began to feel that God was directing them. And I believe God was because they ended up at Cure Ethiopia. And this widow woman and her little girl began to find hope because they were able to diagnose Hagir with a bone infection. And so the latest is she is in the healing process. Just a couple of days ago, Dr. Tim and Dr. Mesfin were checking her progress. She's in traction. She's had some surgeries to clear out the infection. The prognosis is good, but she could use your prayers. And you can even send her a note of encouragement. Um, her story is right there on the main page for Cure International. Just look for Hagir from Ethiopia, and you can find the Cure page by coming to my page, lifewithlisawilliams.com. When you get there, just click on Cure and send Hagir a note of encouragement. Well, I've heard from quite a few Panthers fans, not any Cardinals fans. I don't really want to hear from any Patriots fans because I'm wearing my number 88 Peyton Manning jersey right now. I am a big fan. I'm a Peyton Manning fan, and I was an Indianapolis fan. Now I'm a Broncos fan, like hardcore. Like, I paint my fingernails orange and blue this time of year. It's bad. Triple eight eight four eight lisa hello. Patriots, Patriots, Ew. Patriots. Ew. You're looking for a Pats fan. Ew. You found it. You guys are going to have trouble uh, this year. I'm sorry to say that L.A. is going to be another long year of with no Super Bowl runs. I do not agree. <laughs> the Pats have Mr. Manning's number. Brady and Manning have gone up against each other for years and years. Manning is not quite the man he used to be, although he's a great player. Brady will own him this Sunday. Go Pats! (laughs) One of my best friends in this life is Julie Thomas. Julie has been such a good friend. We've been through a lot together, and I'm just so thankful that she has women who believe because, for real, women who believe has challenged me so much to live 
like I believe God for all that he is at womenwhobelieve.com. You can find out more about Julie and maybe just find something that she's written that will help you go deeper in your relationship with God. And today we're talking about the power of our words, especially if you have kids. Wow, the power of your words with your kids. I was just telling Lisa this morning about a conversation that I'd had with my daughter and and I was just... I just was able to really build her up and 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 just pour into her and kind of cast vision for her. I, I can't think of a better term than that, just to cast vision for her and what I see in her and and what I see God doing in her and what I see happening for her future. And it changed everything. It changed who she was. It changed how she responded to me for the rest of that day. It is it is remarkable. The amount of power that our words have, and it's sometimes wicked, scary, how much power our words have, and how 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 well we need to steward our words because they come out so fast. Oh my goodness, they come out so fast and furious, and it can be. And we've all had those moments where we just walk away and go, "I cannot believe I just said that," but we can walk away and go, "Man, I used them well." Mm-hmm. That was it. That was right exactly what I needed to say. And you have no idea how it can encourage. Sometimes I like to pretend like my house is my kingdom and I'm the reigning monarch. <laughs> and this is kind of weird. But my washer and dryer are right off of my kitchen. And sometimes in the morning I get the dishwasher going and then I have the washing machine going and then I have a load in the dryer and all the machines are like working at the same time and so I like to stand in my kitchen (laughs) and say (laughs) all my machines are working for me (laughs) work machines (laughs) and it makes me feel like I don't know I'm like the the reigning monarch of the kitchen area and my machines are working (laughs) that's just something weird about me thanks for listening (laughs) 